Say that one more time. Say what one more time? What you just said before we started recording. Compared to the other shit you've had me watch, this wasn't too bad? It, yeah, that. <laughs> and what movie wasn't too bad, Justin? What movie did we watch? Uh, the Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Rappaport carry the movie. Really? Is he the guy? Michael Rappaport is his partner. His, uh, the flying oh, company the other Oh, yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. And he has, like, the digital girlfriend that yeah. sucks him off at home and stuff. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Now I remember. I See, I didn't watch the movie like you guys did. I haven't seen it in many years. But you've seen it before. Yeah, You're many, many times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that scene with the virtual girlfriend, all I could think of is, like, some of those, like, early gifts that are coming out with, like, the Oculus Rift that have, like... <laughs> Just the kid fucking the, the virtual girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, at the start of the movie, it's like, in the not-so-off future, and then, like, that scene comes up, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hasn't photoshopped uh, the Oculus guy, Palmer Lucky, from the Time Magazine cover, like, you know, just fucking, like, a virtual sex doll or something, because of the pose that he's in. probably haven't seen all the photoshops out there yet of that, because there are... Oh, plenty. I've seen the best ones, like... You know, him jumping off the turnbuckle in WWE and shit with it on. <laughs> no, there are many where he's, he's uh, involved in Michael Rappaport activities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't seem like he actually was getting sucked off in the movie, though. It was like nerve simulation or something like that. Right. But, uh, but I think that the whole like the experience with the visual and the, the brain microwave implant thing are probably as close to the real thing as most people are going to want. Including yeah. the Michael Rappaports of the future with their OnStar-driven cars. <laughs> All the little things like that really cracked me up during the movie. Like, the OnStar, like, navigation thing. It's like, oh, who cares about OnStar anymore? At least I don't know many cars that have OnStar or if it's that big of a thing anymore, really. Like, for it's, a while it was, like, being yeah. pushed really hard, but now it's, like, just, like, Fords or something. I think uh, they got no. out-teched. It's, uh, it's GM's thing. Right. It's GM's thing? Yeah. Okay. Know. Yeah, Ford kind of crushed them with the sync system. Yeah, and then there's like, there was that one thing, is like, Microsoft's trying to buy like the State of the Union. It's like, what the shit is all this? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like before the turn of the millennium, Microsoft, right. like when they were predicting that they were going to dominate the first decade of the 21st century. And yeah. we know how that turned out. <laughs> uh, they're still doing stuff. It's just like they're not like a super powerhouse like they once were. Right. Well, I mean, just the fact that they completely missed the mobile computing era. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Those little side things really were just yeah, cracking but, up about this movie along with other things. But. Does anybody have a Zune? If you have yeah, a Zune, well, you should stop no, listening to the podcast. Right. The, the product placement in this movie is pretty funny. So. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a, I don't know, just a lot of like good product placement, I think. like it, It's not down to the level of, like I think Total Recall has good product placement, but a lot of that's just kind of like a blatant play on... Oh, I think the worst, most obvious one that I've seen in recent memory was in Terminator 3 when they have that giant Xenodrin EFX um, semi, and the oh. whole trailer is the ad <laughs> in that one scene. It's like, yeah, that, that wasn't obvious at all. Oh, in the, the Judgment Day one? Uh, yeah, Rise of the Machines, the, the one that came yeah. out in 2003. Okay. That was completely unnecessary. I hardly remember that one. I remember it ending in a nuke or something. Yeah, we'll talk about it sometime. I but think the, the worst product placement I've seen recently has been Superman. Um, 
the Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel. Okay. Where it's just like we're going to fight in front of the IHOP after we fight in front of the Home Depot. <laughs> the shot brought to you by Waffle House. Like, he fucking works at Waffle House. Uh, no, I, I that was bad. Unrelated to, like, sci-fi, um, House of Cards and, like, a lot of Netflix series are really bad about it, too. If you Arrested Development season four. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there was that. <laughs> House of Cards, like, constantly has, like, these shots of, like, Ford cars or, like, hey, check out this, like, iMac in the background or something like that. I'm like... The PSP Vita? Yeah. When he goes to visit what bald guy in his apartment? Yeah, exactly. Is this the PSP Vita? Oh, I'd love to play PS3 with the Secret Service. That's <laughs> really funny now, though. A lot of a lot of shows, I notice that they clearly have, like, Apple computers and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. They'll, like, put a sticker over the logos or something. Yeah. Or they'll put, like, a custom back pen on and make it a pair or something. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess Apple didn't pony up the money to sponsor the placement in the show, so they, they cover it over. Like, anybody can't recognize that it's an iMac. But, I mean, then you get yeah. movies, like, that are... You know, have the the good classic '90s Adam Sandler level of product placement, like beyond you know about the Happy Gilmore level, or like Big Daddy, where yeah. there's like a whole like 15 minutes of the movie and plot points devoted to getting McDonald's. Yeah, breakfast. McDonald's <laughs> features prominently in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I, okay, so I'm saying those are like out there examples of product placement, but Six Day actually is. Yeah, it's it's not horrible. It's not obnoxious. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like an obnoxious moment in the movie with product placement like what are you getting at with that? oh i'm saying it's, it's done pretty well and okay. it's done like in a believable way where it's not just like on stars on there for no reason it relates to cars I, or, I guess that was really the closest thing at the time the movie was made to like you know self-navigating right. but they had like some other good calls in the future like the the football visors saying like oh you know here's a, a blitz is coming you know call an audible what in the beginning you know what the quarterback breaks his neck yeah and the, before he gets to snap, the visor's saying, like, you know, possible blitz, possible blitz. And the guy on the sideline is telling him, like, you know, do an audible, and it's drawing, like, a picture for him. Wait, what product placement? What? I'm confused there. No, no, I'm, I'm saying the product placement oh. is good because the, the technical purpose for which the things are in the movie yeah. actually makes sense. Okay, okay. As opposed to, you know, just throwing a billboard up and saying, like, hey, product placement or, you know, the giant uh, purple pill truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Gotcha. So I mean, that's what makes this movie, I think, pretty enjoyable. It's uh, still not a good movie, like we said, but yeah, can it's better than other. I shit. mean, I'm a little rusty, as I said. So can one of you guys just basically summarize the plot of this movie for me? Yeah. So and based, no, and I really want to know, like, what is like, why does he get cloned again? So like, so it starts out like there are two piloters that like take people on like snowboarding things, like in helicopters, out to a mountain, and they like fly back and they just you know ski down the mountain. Um, so the guy that uh, is like the CEO of the cloning business, uh, Drucker, I think. Michael Drucker. Michael Drucker hires these two guys saying like, hey, you know, you take me to go get, uh, go snowboarding. And he re- specifically requests, you know, Arnold's character, Adam, to go take him. But because his dog recently died and he wanted to go get it like cloned or check out the cloning thing for his dog, him and his friend, uh, Hank or Morgan or something. Hank Morgan. Michael Rappaport. My, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> um, but he says, hey, I'll take him, you know, to go snowboarding. Don't worry. He doesn't know your face or name, really. I'll just tell you I'm him. So, like, at that point, like... <laughs> tell him I'm you. Yeah, or whatever. 
you high fuck. <laughs> so apparently there's like this weird plot point, like one of, you know, uh, Drucker's lackeys say like, oh, hey, we get everyone vision tested and have a blood sample to make sure they're not like, you know, retarded or something or have drugs in their system. Yeah. And that's like actually the thing to, you know, get their bodies able to be cloned. So when they go snowboarding, some fanatic that worked for the two pilots company goes up and says like, oh, you're a cloning guy. Pew, 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 pew. And like shoots him <laughs> in the face along with killing, you know, Arnold's friend. Well, no, it was the, the underground like militant Christian resistance who hated cloning. But I think he worked for... No, no the, oh. he was just a guy going on a ski trip because they had people inside Drucker's organization, uh, so they knew it was coming up and thought it would be a good chance to kill him because he's off by himself. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure if he worked for him or... Yeah. Okay, so anyway, this fanatic was there, shot uh, Drucker in the face, along with Arnold's friend. So the lackeys are like, oh shit, we gotta go clone this pilot and, you know, get our CEO back. So they think Arnold is the one flying him, so they clone him. Meanwhile... Other Arnold is, like, going to go check out cloning the pets, then go back to his house for his birthday. And then cloned Arnold goes to go look at the pets and then go back to his home for his birthday, at which point, like, he looks in the window and is like, oh, my God, I'm cloned. Put that cookie down. No, no, he, he thinks original Arnold is a clone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it backwards. Wait, you are the clone. No, I am the clone. Yeah, 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 because yeah. They, they get to that. Um, because after that, Arnold escapes. And goes on an exciting chase. Yes, a car chase through random neighborhoods made of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, isn't the place that he goes to look at getting the pet? Isn't it called Repet? Repet. Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually owned by Drucker's yeah. character to like. It's like one of the subsidiaries. It's, of, it's to soften people up to the idea of cloning, is what they say. Yeah, yeah. And I okay, so and I remember like the whole gist of why they're trying to kill the Arnold Arnold and his clone or something because. Well, they're trying to just kill the clone now. Right. Well, Drucker being a clone, if anybody found out, that would mean that he can't own the company because yeah. clones can't have property. Because there yeah. was like this one cloning experiment like 10-something years ago in the movie that ended up with like this retarded, weird-ass baby or something, and they had to like shoot it in its face to kill it. And like Quato. they're just like, yeah, pretty much. And they're just like, okay, we're not going to So they do passed the six-day law? Yeah, they passed the six-day right. law. And then Drucker is, like, still doing research on the side, like, super underground shit. And Drucker's trying to buy the government. Is he? Yeah, because he gets, like, the Speaker of the House, whose son has a terminal brain cancer. Mm. And he's going to be like, oh, you know, we could clone your son. Yeah. And, and the guy's like, okay, great, I'll suck your dick now. And Drucker says later, like, he's going to control so many votes in Congress that it won't matter what they, they think. Mm. Right, because doesn't everybody he clones, he, like, puts some genetic disease in the clone body? Well, that's body. the thing that confused me. Yeah. Okay, so Arnold's character didn't have the genetic defect. Right. But uh, the scientist guy working for Drucker, can't remember his name, I, because, his wife did yeah, have a defect. Because Drucker wanted him, the scientist guy, to keep being his bitch because he couldn't clone people without him. Oh, okay. So but, if they have, like, no reason to leverage someone, they won't right, put a right. defect. Because they wanted to cover up Drucker's death completely. The Arnold clone they made was perfect because he was supposed to just take over Arnold's life and have no, you know, obvious complications. Yeah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Just like Michael Rappaport's clone is perfect until it gets shot through, the, like, the stomach and his chest blows up. Ow! There's, yeah, there's, there's great high-quality violence in this movie. Uh, what's his face? Michael, not, is it Michael Rooker? Yeah. Yeah, it gets oh, his foot yeah. shut off. It's uh, Merle Dixon. Yeah, you just reminded me of like my favorite character in this movie, the guy named Wiley. He looks All like I Chris could, Pratt. 
Yeah, all I can think of the whole time is like, is this guy's like name like Wiley E. Coyote or something like this? Like, <laughs> just like the, the stupidest shit all the time. Like at the end of the movie, like shoots Michael or Michael Drucker in the stomach. He's like, ah, it's like, hey, come back here, Wiley. Huh? What's up? Don't clone him back. <laughs> he's just so goofy. Everything he did, like he was just the whole, the fuck up of like. The assassin gang. It's like, why would you even hire this guy? That's also kind of a funny stuff in this movie is that uh, Michael Rooker trying to cover up all the deaths of these people. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, he deliberately kills the football player because he's, like, going to be a quadriplegic. Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, when Wiley gets his neck broken, he's like, oh, no, I've got a strong pulse. It's it's okay. And his head is flopping around like jello. And <laughs> It's like his tongue, like, yeah, falls and, out of his face. And yeah. the police are like, I'm pretty sure he's dead. He's like, no, no, it's all good. <laughs> they just, like, pick up his, like, limp body and, like, start yeah. walking away. <laughs> the cops are like, oh, okay, I guess they got it. Yeah, I guess that's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. There's... And then, um, what was the other thing that was ridiculous? The one scene where at the end of the car chase where he drives the car into the ravine or whatever. Yes. And then like, he does like a perfect dive, like Olympic style, like into the water. It's like, Hey, I'm fine guys. And why not? Yeah, exactly. And this company with like unlimited resources is unable to like send a couple guys like down to the other side of the ravine in a timely manner and like find where he's swam out of. Apparently they only have like, two, three assassins to go after a guy. I, I mean, this is a future where smoking is banned, so... Mm. Maybe crime has descended to the level where they don't feel they need that kind of security? I don't know. But they have, like, unlimited guards at the actual, like, headquarters of the cloning place. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Michael Drucker is overconfident because he's supposed to be Steve Jobs or something. Yeah, that's the feeling I got from him. The whole, yeah. like, short hair, glasses, like, yeah. And he's keeping Waz, like, locked up in the laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what I was going to say. Robert Duvall is Steve Wozniak. Yeah. And he's just locked up. That's a good comparison. I'm sure Steve Jobs would have done that. He could have. Well, it, the part that cements it for me is when, like, the undercooked chicken version of Michael Drucker oh my God. gets released and just like starts taking his other clones clothes and he's just like you know you're gonna wait till i'm dead and then cook chicken guy is like would you he's like uh, yeah, uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, just reminded me the cooked chicken version of drucker looked like um the guy from prometheus the engineer no no, no not the engineer uh, old man wayland oh yeah <laughs> really you think so yeah you're right he does I'm looking up a picture of Drucker from Six Day to show Grant. Um, he looks pretty creepy. Hair, hair kind of. Yeah, he he looks um like in Prometheus, the Wayland guy. He he looks like an old dude, but you can tell he's wearing a prosthetic. I mean, the like, actor is, and you can tell in that he just looks like really goopy and shiny. <laughs> Well, it's, like, really obvious at one shot. Like, you can see, like, on his neck where the prosthetic ends yeah, and, like, like, the actual, like, chest begins. Yeah, right, like, above the chest line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I can see your shoulder blades and I can see the rubber. Uh, you could have tried a little harder, like... That would have been a good place for that little CGI smoothing or whatever. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the CGI in this, like, there was a couple times, like, there was one shot where one of the helicopters exploded, and it seriously looked like it was just, like, flames overlaid on top of the the movie there. It's the flame gif pasted on top. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, um, okay. Not sure why this, anyone would think this looks good, but. I mean, for 2000, I'd say that it's acceptable, but it's not anything. What was the year in the movie? Mm. Oh, I can't remember. Let me see if it says. It says in the near future. Okay, so they're talking like today would have been what they were positing in the movie. I think they were thinking like 2020 something. Yeah, yeah, I would guess sometime since this was in 2000, it was released. So, like, I'd say 20, 30 years if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, I, the movie, I think the concept is really interesting and it gets at like a bigger thing. I just kind of laugh at how, you know, this is like the year 2000, right? That this was made, mm-hmm. that they thought that now we were going to be cloning people. And well, stuff. I mean, around 2000, like, they were doing like at the start of the movie they had you know all the milestones of cloning like you know doing dolly doing the human genome and like really like after that you would expect oh human cloning might be the next logical step at the time but it sort of like fizzled out and nothing well, really happened we found out how much more fucking complicated it is to yeah, clone yeah. a human since then and you know oh wait there's this whole other there's a ton of other shit we need to know before we can even attempt to do that yeah and i guess we or at least, you know, maybe there's, like, some shadowy organization who does it, but, like, realize, oh, this may be some sort of ethical violation to, like... Are you saying that, like, potentially when George W. Bush choked on that pretzel, he really died and was replaced with a clone George W. Bush? Um, Maybe not George, but I'm sure Dick, like, after his, like, ninth heart <laughs> operation or whatever... Every like, time he has a heart attack, he's killed and replaced with a clone. No, he probably gets a new heart cloned. Oh. Yeah. See, I always thought that... Like, he probably, based on his morals, probably had it, his, the organ harvested from, like, some third-world kid in the country or something who nobody would miss. But if you get it grown, like, off your DNA, there's no rejection. I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, they're actually doing stuff with that now. Like, they're starting to, like, grow, like, tissue samples and, like, I don't, not sure if that the step, the, the, where they're actually growing, like, full, like, livers or something like that they in grown the lab. but cells. Yeah. They've grown relatively simple organs, like they've grown a, a new large intestine for some woman who was totally ulcerated, mm-hmm. and they grew a new bladder. So, like, not really, two not really complex organs, but they're they're starting. And I think a university is uh, attempting three D printing kidney cells into like a kidney shape. Oh, okay. Since they can make all the constituent cells now, they just can't put them in the right order. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. I, I actually, if this movie is supposed to be like twenty thirty. I'd say another 15 years, we would probably be getting into that stuff pretty hardcore. I, I would say at least, like, the whole, like, organ cloning, since that yeah. was, like, a minor point in the movie. Like, oh, hey, you're, like, cloning organs. Well, and, like, that's, that's like, the public and... face of their company. That's how Drucker presents it to the public. Mm-hmm. Did you know the doctor, whatever his name is, Dr. Robert Duvall, is yeah. really talented and cracked the, you know, figured out how to clone organs, which nobody figured out before. But really, he figured out how to clone humans, and he's been doing that for... Just, like, taking the organs out of the people? <laughs> no, I think that they just legit grow the organs, but... Oh, okay. Like, the, they the don't human use the cloning is, like, the, the very, like, the, the creme de la creme select plan. Oh, gotcha. That you have to sell your soul, like, the football player who has the lifetime contract. 
So since he's playing for Drucker's team forever, better keep fucking cloning this guy. <laughs> We've already got him. We just need him to play well, and he keeps getting killed because football is now extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Apparently, those, like, those roadrunners, <laughs> man. Like That's a real like tough-looking team over there. It reminds uh, me of the football from, um, or the, the football-like game from Starship Troopers, the movie. Or NFL Blitz. Yeah, where people are doing <laughs> backflips. Like, oh. you set your players set on fire and yeah. stuff. And <laughs> smash through other players. Just looked a little ridiculous. Yeah. Blitz was a fun game it on was, N64. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if there were other ones after that. But I think there was an uh, arcade version. I that was, like, was one for the GameCube. But I think yeah. after the... In 64 Blitz, they had to use, like, fake names, right? Because Madden, like, oh, um, yeah, had it yeah, locked yeah. down on EA the... EA got everything. Yeah, Madden probably bought, like, the publicity rights from people and stuff, yeah. Yeah, just like they bought the NCAA rights one year, and, like, <sighs> that turned into a shit fest. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting question, though. Like, I, I wonder how I would feel about if they could clone human beings. Like, what would that actually be like? I'm pretty sure that there would be a law banning that. And I would be cool with cloning organs because everybody needs replacement organs sometime. Yeah, the whole, like, organ thing would be real nice if, like, you know, I have, like, liver failure or something and, like, I have to be up in the hospital while they grow a new liver. That'd be really nice because, you know, it's not like I have to wait for somebody to die on a waiting list or something like that. Yeah. Versus, I mean, yeah, the whole, like, hey, I'm going to die and, you know, just bring me back. It's... I don't know. A little creepy. Yeah. I don't see I just I don't think they would ever allow that to happen like publicly at least. Well, yeah, I mean Well, yeah, in in the United States. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. I well, I'm sure somebody's going to try it somewhere. There was some like crazy cult organization that said they tried to clone a human at some point in time. Well, I they think. they lied though. Yeah. I wasn't really sure if that ever came out as a lie, but yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it was. And then, like, no one else had tried because... They said it was true for years because they had uh, the woman, Eve, give birth to uh, the, uh, supposedly a clone of herself, and they kept that story up for years, and then they finally submitted to genetic testing, and it was just like, no, nah, it's your daughter, and you're a <laughs> retard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so. I feel like there would be some kind of world convention or treaty through the UN, like banning human cloning well, or something. I, okay, but I mean, there's yeah. like the nuclear test ban treaty, yet North Korea has developed a nuclear arsenal. I mean, somebody somewhere is going to try it. Well, that's the thing. It's not really that useful unless like you're a situation where North Korea, like one man can dedicate all their country's resources towards something. Well, I'm thinking that like if, if you like, to other, the... Because otherwise, you know, it's like situation like in North Korea or Iran or some other country that wants to develop a nuke like we want to develop a nuke so we can further our country's standing not like so I can live forever well I'm not thinking of the living forever I was thinking about cloning humans yeah I'm, I'm sure once that gets figured out and if you you need if you can accomplish it in the sixth day manner where you can grow a new person in 12 hours or whatever and just like hours. instantly like hey what age do you want them okay sure like you know yeah pretty 18. much like all healthy 18 year olds and we're gonna have an army of however many people Django fets yeah i was just thinking like you're gonna close the you know clone wars here i i okay but if you could do that and you could do it for relatively cheaply like why wouldn't you but i, I wonder how useful cloned humans would be because in the movie don't they also have to like take the 
the ocular scan to like capture like the imprint of your memories at that mm-hmm. time and then they kind of load that into yeah the there's clone. like yeah. some sort of like hand wavy magic technology yeah. going on there like hey like let's take a you know, picture of your eyes and then like save your memories and if then... like you made a clone of me and grew it to like the age i am now the clone would have like a blank slate though it wouldn't have my yeah unless right. we have the my experience hand wavy or, right it wouldn't technology. have any of my knowledge experience or memories so it kind of be like you'd have a clone that has like the brain capacity or, you know, the ability of, like, a dog or something. You'd have to, like, teach the clone everything unless they invent some other technology that can, like, shoot stuff into you Matrix style. Well, actually, there's a a program that the military says they stopped in the late 90s that was, it was called some stupid, too clever name, but the idea was they were trying to find a way to copy soldiers' minds to computer disks. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like Universal Soldier. No, but it was a real program. <laughs> it was a real like, so research So they could just, like, take the best soldier and just make a template? Yeah, I think their idea was AI control or something. Like they were going to do the, uh, what is it? The, the, Adam, the Grand Admiral Thrawn clone plan. It's the flash teaching, flash learning thing. Um, right? The, no, I remember that they had... They had the, the con man guy was playing the role of. Him. I mean, in the original, not not in the, uh, not in the duology, the trilogy. Oh, you mean training all those clones that they made? Yeah, in yeah. The it was, cylinders. It was the the six day type thing where they just got the knowledge shot in their heads. Yeah, yeah. Just my question is, how do you how do you fucking do that? Because otherwise, your clones will be useless, or you'd have to do what they did in. Um, you know, episode two, where it took 10 years to actually build the army because they had to, like, teach them and raise them and train right. all of them. I don't know. I'm sure that somebody's going to find a way to give you some sort of approximation of a mind. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at some point, like... I, I just think the whole, like, AI mind thing is, like, a ways off just because, like... I know a couple years ago, IBM or some other big computing company was, like, made a supercomputer they claim to be about the intelligence of a cat. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, a supercomputer network that takes up like a huge data center is a cat. Like, right. And also <laughs> the fact that if you put a cat in front of certain things, it will always know what that thing is, whereas a computer can still screw up. Or it's, you know, like they were saying that Watson thing can discern between things like a five-year-old can yeah but if you show a five-year-old a cat they're always going to know what it is whereas watson screwed up yeah a bunch of times i think yeah weren't they trying to make it so watson or some other computer could like recognize when like a bird or something was in a picture and like it was having a lot of trouble doing that yeah it was it was like watson or the other one that they were working on deep blue or something and you're right it couldn't it had like an error rate that was like astronomically higher than like a human being would have yeah so i just think like clones would be fucking useless like full-grown clones until like you can shoot knowledge into them quickly otherwise it's gonna it's a huge expense yeah I, I, yeah, I, yeah cloning I, organs sounds like the better bet yeah really cloning a person to me is like sort of useless because like at least with like current technology it's like you have a clone of somebody and then it grows up at a normal pace yeah versus like I guess the repet thing would actually be useful for some people now. 
Because like, oh, my little doggy, my precious little cat died or something like that. See, the, you know, this six-day yeah. movie, when I when you were talking about that, and it makes me remember, there's this other retarded movie that came out. It's a Michael Bay movie in 2005. Oh, uh, The Island? The Island. Yeah. And to me, that had like the same fucking problem with it. It's like, okay, well, one, how do they like get all the knowledge into the clones to make them... You know, because they had a whole society and stuff. And two, if you could clone the people, why didn't you just clone the organs from the original person instead of making full-grown people and just like keeping them, you know, ready in case the real person needed like their or the organs harvested from the clone? I mean, if you're if you have the technology to clone someone and stick their memories into them, I think that'd be a lot less traumatic than like, oh man, my liver's failing. Oh man, my kidneys are going. Oh shit, like I have bladder cancer or something like that. Then to like, and like have all those surgeries to like replace those organs over and over, and just like you know, you're kind of spent, and just like shoot them in the head. And I just wonder though if, if we have the technology to clone full organs as a like a routine matter, I would think that like surgical procedures and tech would have advanced you know as well, so that you get to the point where you're not having like really really long recovery periods mm-hmm. from a surgery, where it's more like that the med pod thing in Prometheus where, mm. you know, it kind of just does everything with a laser and sutures you right up. Are there some robotic surgeries that are happening like in Korea now or the, like, there's this thing called I the, just like crazy mixing movies. The da Vinci robot. Yeah. There's a, the Da Vinci robot that does the surgical procedures like all the time now. Okay. Yeah, it does like stuff like, um, there's like a couple procedures that it was approved for, right? It does like, um, I think it's like vasectomies and stuff like that. But I mean, even like keyhole surgery where they make a, a minimal incision is still done with a robot. It's mm-hmm. just being controlled by the surgeon. Yeah. So, I mean, it's getting there. Like, I'm just saying that in a calculator you have in high school is more powerful than, than, you know, the entire computer system on the Apollo 11. Yeah. You know, the entire missile defense program in the 1980s wouldn't take up an N64 cartridge. It's just, there's been such an exponential advancement. I'd say that that's probably closer than it is farther away. Yeah, there's like been an exponential advancement in like computing technology though, but like using that like the same amount of like at the same level of efficiency that they like cram shit into the Apollo 11 like program, like it's not there yet because like now a lot of people are like, Oh hey, I have this extra space. I can be a little lazier and write, you know, bad code. And right, it'll run fine because we have yeah. so much computing power now. Yeah, the necessity's not there yet. Yeah, or it's not like nobody's deigned to do that. Right. Yeah, but I, I'm saying that we're we're closer to that point than we are farther away from it. Like, there's less time approaching than there is has already passed. Yes. Yeah, that's certainly going to be, I think, something that we're going to see. Can hope. Maybe not with Arnold. Yeah, maybe not with the pointless remote control helicopter because you're still fucking flying it. So why don't you just fly it in the seat? I I remember his acting being pretty <laughs> terrible, right? When he goes back with Michael Rappaport, he's like, "Oh, let me. I'm gonna use the new remote." It's like, why are you using the remote? You you're flying the fucking helicopter, sitting the guy. See, that was thing. one of the things that like I saw at the start of the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be like something used later." And like, it's the only reason it's there is for the rooftop confrontation at the end. Yeah. Oh, it's just his acting was pretty cheesy in this one. But, you know, at least his family had the right amount of involvement for an Arnold movie. It was just 
It was there. Yes. It was used as like a minor, like we got your family. Like, no, don't take my family. So it's basically the same as Commando. Like, yeah. his, his the only reason his daughter's in there is to be kidnapped by right, the, exactly, the yeah. British guy, Bennett. Just so Arnold can go on a killing spree. <laughs> yeah, like in this movie. No complaints with that though. No, I was, I'm saying that for an Arnold movie, it's like the perfect formulation. You added just the right amount of family plot, just enough to motivate Arnold to go on a killing spree. Arnold's. Ar- yeah, two Arnolds <laughs> on a killing spree, and they do like a, a spy double cross where the other Arnold is sitting behind the first Arnold in the helicopter. So, wait, 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 so can't how did see. they pull that? I was like a little lost because like he was outside of like, hey, I got the disc. Thanks, other Arnold. And then like, how is he behind him in their reflection? Like, I think that like when he, he was like taking the hel- like lifting the helicopter off, the other Arnold must have jumped in the back or something. But I thought like he was like staring. I'm like, haha, I got it. Like, see you in an hour sort of thing i don't i somehow they faked it i don't know but it's really kind of pointless because uh drucker guy figures it out anyway like two seconds yeah later. like immediately yeah he's just like oh wait a minute there's a reflection in the video hmm, okay the other arnold isn't here like other arnold things. like is already like just walking to the building he's like hey we figured it out like yeah, yeah okay i mean good job you bought two <laughs> seconds which really wasn't important <laughs> yeah considering drucker gets killed by his own guy like really so the other thing, it I felt like a company that large would have like some like immediate backup generators. Like as soon as like there's a power failure, like that yeah. core system of, you know, keeping the blanks, you know, alive or like just I don't know, blood flowing through I don't know what really state you want to call those things. That that would have immediate backup generator and just like go on as soon as there's a power failure. Not like they have to call security like, hey, give me some fucking power. Like yeah, I mean, buildings in 2000, I'm sure, had automatic, you know, swap switchovers, but... Plus, like, he's... I don't know. Drek, Drekker's so concerned about, you know, ooh, we had to clone me the first time to make sure, you know, my death wouldn't end my business empire, and they had to clone him again when he got assassinated. And he's like, oh, I backed my mind up religiously, blah, blah, blah. Yet all of his little blanks are in one convenient location. Oh yeah, one location. Yeah. No, like to destroy, like no secondary backups yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And the guy's so paranoid about backing up his mind, but he just like lets the other fifty percent of the equation fucking slide. And he's a genius, the richest man in the world. I mean, like that's like the number one rule of backing up is like if you only have it saved in one location, you have if you have it saved in like. In minus one locations, pretty much. So if you have it saved in like two locations, yeah, you have it really saved in one. If one fails, like you still have the one. So right, they're both in the same location. His mind and the backup. It's like okay, what if there's a giant fire and like Arnold blows it up? You have no backups. Like, was it? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what fails, the fuck kind of plan is that? <laughs> it's it's yeah. an awful plan. He okay, fails like, the nefarious villain test. Yeah, if he were smart, he would have had like an underground bunker or something with clones. You could just send his mind to over the internet. I don't know. See, I, I think if that movie, if this movie had been made in 2015, that would have been like the post-credits scene. Oh, like, like that stupid Genesis yes, post-credits scene. Yeah, just like, fucking like that. And like, there's like, ooh, more clones under there. Like the yeah, sequel time. I was just waiting for that. Like I, <laughs> I, you know, like I said, I'd never seen this movie before, but like I hadn't heard of a sequel to it. So I'm like, there's probably not a sequel. But I was like, still like going through the credits and like I, you know, fast forwarded. Like saying, like, is there any more bullshit in here? Like, uh, oh my god, more clones thing? But nope, there thankfully wasn't. there wasn't. Well, I mean, like, you don't have to do that with it though. Like, maybe other Arnold could be like 
you know, Drakkar's like, ooh, I caught you, Clone Arnold, ha ha, but then other Arnold has destroyed his backups. So it's, you know, a plot point that figures into the confrontation rather than Drucker becomes a retard for 15 minutes. Well, not 15 minutes. His whole organization and his, like, backup mind strategy was based around, like, hey, they're all in this one room. Right, yeah, yeah. So, like, also, it looked like there were hundreds of, like, things on the wall of people. Yeah. But I guess they said, like, oh, we have, like, chefs cloned, and, or they take, like, imprints of chefs and, like, drivers and whatnot. So I guess that's kind of believable that there would be that many, but it still seemed like... After you clone, you like take someone's imprint and they don't work for you anymore. You're just like, okay, we'll break their imprint. It's not like we need it anymore. I think that it was like they they take chef imprints for the same reason they took Arnold's imprint. Yeah, but I'm saying you hire Arnold once because he wanted to go snowboarding, and he's like, okay, I've satisfied my need for snowboarding. It's not like I need this person as like a retainer anymore. Yeah, and then they'll just like, okay, we don't need to keep his backup. Just snap it in half, and like I think their policy is like you never know when it would be useful. Mm. Because they, they always want to have people around Drucker cloned or clonable in case he gets killed again, I guess, is their, their whole thing. Yeah. So they can totally wipe out the incident. So also at the end of the movie, when they were taking Drucker's imprint for like a, before they try and clone him the last time. Yeah. They had to like stick in the little hard drive thing. But at the start of the movie, when they were taking um, Arnold and Michael Rappaport's, uh imprint... They didn't have to plug in the little thing. It's like, oh, hey, vision test. Like, click, click. Okay, you're good. I thought the guy did pull out one of the did things. He? Yeah, when he was done with Arnold. Maybe. I'm not sure. Because, like, he put it in his bag or in a stack or something and said, like, okay, you're all good. And then did Michael Rappaport and, like, slid a new one in. Oh, uh, I may have missed that. Okay. I thought it was just, like, Michael went up, boop, boop. Arnold went up, boop, boop. And that was it. But, yeah, it may have done that. I okay. mean, it. it the other thing that bears mentioning, though, since you reminded me of this the whole sin cord scene, is like when Arnold is getting beaten up to encourage him to to give the sin cord, and like the movie has that strange music playing, and it goes to like a, an art house style of Arnold being punched with the weird hippie music and stuff. There were a lot of weird like <laughs> slow mo shots in this movie. Yeah, yeah, that all had the weirdo music and shit with them, and it's like this movie's become a French film now. Yeah, like I was watching it on like my laptop legally downloaded through a legitimate source and um i thought it was like is this like slowing down is my like computer like screwing up and it's like no it's just a weird ass shot okay that's fine yeah. whatever it but it, they were so out of place with the rest of the movie because the rest of it was just like conventional arnold movie yeah some exciting music going on in the background and arnold killing people yeah so they just seemed really out of place I guess it's Arnold. You have to like be really intent when he actually gets punched in the face, except when he's actually punching himself in the face. Then or it's the like, fact that all, all cars, no matter how old they are, are electric now. Was the Cadillac electric? It all sounded electric, and the guy's fucking VW Beetle sounded electric too. Like it just goes like a go kart when it was driving over the, like when it when the because the religious guy got shot in the stomach and was dying, and he crashed his car. Oh, and yeah. it just like made like the electric golf cart noise, and I was like. Okay, it doesn't make really any sense. That, but I was listening to it with some, you know, nerd headphones. Okay. Yeah. I just wonder what that drugger guy's end game was. To for keep his being whole... rich? No, but if he keeps cloning himself and keeps living forever, like eventually people are going to figure out, like, oh, this guy's been violating the law. And I think at himself. that point, like, his long game was to 
get people to be more accepting of human cloning so that I mean, at yeah. the point where he was at, like, he was probably, like, 30-something or, like, 40-something in the movie. Yeah, yeah, So, like, it wasn't, like, unrealistic at that point to be, like, oh, he's been, like, cloned at this point twice already. Because, like, the first time, a crash or something, I don't think they went into, like, why he died there. And then the second time, he was shot in the face. But each time, the company was able to cover up his death and then clone him immediately. So, like, basically, he has the cloning there for him to, like, just replace himself and then once it gets to a point where the Senate passes, like, repeals of the six-day law and, like, the public's more accepting of human cloning, like, he can be like, sweet, I can live forever now because it won't look weird that I'm, you know, 250. Right. People will be, like, okay with it. Yeah. I think is his plan. Like, he's, he's very methodical, slow-walking, cloning with Repet, and then, like, getting the government on his side for human cloning being okay. He's lining up his shit. Except the backups and the yeah, multiple cloning yeah. facilities. And Except for taking you know, any care for the other half of his cloning plan. Yeah. It's a big plot hole. It is kind of a yeah. plot yeah, hole. I mean... Just like Robert Duvall's wife, like, why would he make her have the defective DNA? If the guy is like coming in his pants working with you when his wife's okay, just... Make let, sure she's okay. Let him be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Then he continues to just work with you, and it's like fuck it, whatever. I don't. Yeah. Care. It's like you have you know happy employees that'll like right. work for you. Plus, he says like the oh I'm not going to clone anybody else because you know I love my wife that much, and it's like okay, well if she had not died, he would probably still be cool with cloning people. <laughs> yeah. Again, like Michael Drucker is a genius, and he's the richest man in the world, but he's actually like a barely functioning retard. But I feel like. Most movies are like that for action heroes. I mean, like, not every, you know, villain is like, you know, in Watchmen where, like, he actually has his shit together and, like, you know, he actually gets shit done and has his plan I mean, executed well. Like Watchmen is like the inversion. It's the yeah, yeah. The, the same level of ass-pulling to make Ozymandias' plan be ready that it is to have the heroes always confront people and win in the action movie. It's like the same amount of bullshit. Yeah, I, I just think it's like that story that people like to see that, you know, the good guy wins at the right. end and, like, you know, but you chicken mean, fried Drucker, like, you know, dies. You can dies. still have that. Like, right, another Arnold movie, Total Recall, you can still have that. Mr. Yeah. Cohagen's really smart and has a plan and figures out what's going on and, you know, works against that effectively versus just being, like... Lazy writing and, like... Uh, I don't like you. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> and slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, Michael Rooker should have been... Uh, What's-his-face? Clone Master Guy. Forgot his name, Drucker. Uh, yeah, Drucker, Michael Drucker. Okay. Yeah, his head. They should have switched roles because that would have been awesome. Oh wait, you mean the Steve Wozniak guy in the movie should have changed roles? No, with no, Mike, Drucker? Michael Rooker, the thug Merle. guy, one of the two thugs. His security head, the guy who has like the short haircut. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in charge of the rest of the security people. Yeah, I think he would have done a better job as Michael Drucker. Michael Drucker just came off as a petulant douchebag. He did get that douchey vibe, but I think that's how he was supposed to come off, though. Yeah, I I thought he was supposed to be like that Steve Jobs kind of like douchey looking asshole vibe. Yeah, but he then like, I'm saying that Michael Rooker would have been more believable, I guess, as somebody who was just so full of himself that he made the mistakes, rather than like the Steve Jobs who actually like didn't make a lot of mistakes, but we're still going to draw from that and say he's a retard. Like it doesn't really work for me. Either your character's a sociopath who gets shit done, or he's somebody you can believe would fuck something up. 
Mm. You, you, like, you can't assign too many of those traits to him and still make him ineffective, I think, because otherwise it's like, is he really smart? Maybe. Or is he just like have the means or something? Yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. I was just thinking that, you know, maybe they kind of, well, not kind of, they do. He's like a control freak mm-hmm. in the movie. He has to, con- then maybe that's why he didn't, I guess, disaggregate his cloning backups and everything because they all have to be near him so he can control everything, just like he's controlling all the people that work for him by, you know, making them clones and stuff. I could see that as, like, the character's flaw, but, yeah, I would think that somebody who's that smart and that scheming probably would have I mean, he would recognize his own flaw. Yeah. And be objective about it if he's that smart. Mm-hmm. But lazy writing led to him. Lazy writing leads to a lot of good Arnold movies, though. Yeah, it, it really does. I mm. mean, there's some shit wrong with this movie, but it. I think it's still pretty entertaining, even from the perspective that there's shit wrong with it. That's... Yeah, there's enough shit that's right with it that it isn't just, like, awful and, like, painful to watch. Yeah, because some movies are definitely painful to watch, and there's way too much shit wrong with them. Uh, no, uh, I, I remember when this movie came out when I was, like, in 7th or 8th grade, and I, I can't remember if I went to see it or not, but I know my friends and I had a good long time laughing about this movie for quite a while just because... <laughs> You know, like the cheesy Arnold acting. Oh, I forgot about some of the Arnold quotes in this movie that were really good. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the one where he tells uh, Drucker to go, like he should go clone himself and go, to go fuck himself. And then like after like, you know, the Michael Drucker non-fried chicken version and like the fried chicken version like falls on top of each other like, ha, ah, I didn't mean to be it literal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Told him to go screw himself. Yeah, yeah. Didn't mean it literally. You yeah. can go clone yourself so you can go fuck yourself. That, that was about the line, yeah. You think this is the real Quaid? Was this before <laughs> or, or after Jingle All the Way? After. <laughs> oh, there was another real funny line. Um, I forget who said it. I think, oh, wait, it was the Repet guy. And he was like, Arnold like saw the doll across from on the other side of the mall. And he's like, I'll oh, be back. He'll be he's back. like, hope you're back soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Repet guy's been in a lot of shit. He's one of those people that just shows up places. Yeah, who is he? Character actor. Oh, okay. I mean, you just spot a lot of those kind of people in these movies. Don in other places. Nick Nannis. I don't know. You'll, you'll recognize him. He's been in actually a lot of David E. Kelly shit, like uh, The Practice in Boston Legal. I'll trust you on that. Okay, you should. Because I don't know any better. I'm really bad with actors. <laughs> and Arnold is really good with acting. I think we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. What made me think of um, Jingle All the Way, though, is when his wife is what he perceives to be making out and having sex with the clone. Yeah. And, like, it's similar to the put the cookie down, stop touching my wife's cookies. <laughs> he has the little conversation with Phil Hartman. Yeah. Get out! Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking of. Was thinking of Grab my hand! <laughs> oh my god, it's been a long time I've seen that movie. I'm trying to remember the scene even, but... You know... The, Turbo Man! The, the backpack in that is pretty sci-fi. Maybe we could watch that. Oh my god. Could make you watch that. Oh god. Is that, are we stretching the definition of science fiction now? You might as well watch Walking Dead. Oh, jeez. You know, I dad. really want to make Justin yeah. watch that, though. Yeah, so we can watch Jingle all the way, because... 
having the the Turbo Man rocket backpack is sci-fi. Uh, that's. I just want to make Justin watch Jingle all the way. That's really stretching it. Okay, like Sinbad's in it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Has he done I'm, anything I'm since it. like the '90s, or is he just like? No, he's on no, the Chris Tucker career plan. Yeah. Uh, is that just like? Malaysia Airlines airplane over there? Like, no, he's bankrupt. Oh, he is? Oh. Yeah, he's worth like negative oh. $500,000. Chris, uh, Chris Tucker is? Yeah, the guy who made all that money off of... Um, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. That's really surprising because yeah, he like, made like $25 million a movie for a while, didn't yeah. he? Well, he yeah, all three of them. He made like $20 million for all three. How can you blow that? Uh, <laughs> pokers and below? Too many sports cars? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I can look it up right now what it was for but yeah uh, Chris Tucker like dropped off the radar until he needed another 20 million or something but so I, Sinbad is like doing that that plan now but I think Sinbad is either avoiding or hasn't gotten to the part where he's bankrupt because he just seems okay. to be counting his money okay maybe he invested it uh, I mean if he was smart he should have but I don't know I feel like if you're at least have some sort of idea of like spending responsibly you will invest your money when you have it rather than like just spend it all like you know like football guy out of college <laughs> maybe like, he should have gone to reinvest and cloned his money <laughs> that was good that yeah. was a good joke so good you should tweet that out oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so here we go chris tucker now this is from forbes.com so it's you know not untrue uh, Chris Tucker's on a list of people who are foreclosed, uh, celebrity foreclosures, and it says that uh, he owes four point four million on his ten thousand square foot mansion, uh, and he also owes the IRS reportedly something like eleven point five million dollars in back taxes. Yeah, that's one way to blow all your fucking money. Okay, um, so he's gonna go on the Wesley Snipes repayment yeah, exactly. plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know what his his plan is. Maybe there's gonna be a rush hour four. Unfortunately, oh, God, but. Hey, people love Rush Hour films. Sure, they make bank on that. I like the first two. The third one was not good. Well, yeah, got into the whole like Die Hard thing. Just start milking it too much, and it gets bad. But see, like the third Die Hard movie was yeah. awesome. <clears throat> the first three Die Hard movies are great. Simon Gruber's amazing. Yeah, and then I think a Live Free or Die Hard. I I don't no was, was okay. Uh, it's like another C plus movie. And then Good Day to Die Hard was just an absolute piece of shit. I don't think I saw a Good Day to Die Hard, but I only heard it was bad. John McClane goes to Russia, and it turns out his son is a CIA operative. And his son is Jai Courtney. Yes. Grant's favorite actor. Yeah. Uh, Okay. That sounds really bad, but still, it sounds almost as bad as just the Justin Long thing in the the fourth Die Hard. No, it's worse. Oh, it's worse. Justin Long actually helps, even though he's annoying. Yeah, I couldn't get past the annoying part. Yeah. Want to punch him in the face the whole time. Well, he does kind of have a punchable face. He leads to some quality stuff. I think Kevin Smith's pretty funny in that movie. <clears throat> it's the, the loser who lives in his basement. Oh, yeah. He was in that movie like, yeah. with the radios and whatnot. It's like the diesel generators. The CB radios. The out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Die Hard's not science fiction, though, so... We no, but yeah. it's, it's a quality. We were talking about Sinbad. Yeah, yeah, yes. And right. How you need to watch Jingle all the way. Right. We've digressed quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say about Six Day? I just want to see if Sinbad's doing anything else wow. useful with his life. That you ought to watch it, and let, if you haven't, uh, it's, it's not a bad, it's not a horrible movie. It's worth watching. It's just not good or great. 
I think that it's probably a, like an average movie if you don't like Arnold. But if you're a fan of Arnold movies, it, it goes up into the. Right. If you're a completionist, you have to you have to watch it. I'm, yeah. Plus, if you watch it in the mind of the fact that it's a somewhat cheesy Arnold film, I, I think it becomes better. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you view it through the lens of a, a farce. If you so. know what you're if you're getting, yeah, you know what you're going in for. I, I, it's pretty good. There's some quality violence. I mean, don't go expecting something amazing, and it's, it's not as bad as Alien 3. Right. At least in Six Day, there's yeah. a kernel of a good idea instead of just retreading the same crap and, in many cases, making it worse. Yeah. I mean, you'll be able to see a lot of like the plot points coming from like a mile away if you hadn't seen it, because, like I said, I came into a fresh show. It's like, I didn't. I knew there was cloning, and that's about it. And then like I'm like, oh, yeah, he's probably going to get cloned. And then, like, all the little pieces, like, he's probably the clone. Oh, he's going to go there and retrace his steps. At least that's how I felt. And then the car scene was just... I liked the car scene the most. That was just so fucking funny. Which car scene? The diving one? The one where after he went to his birthday party and then, like, was the car chase away and then the oh, Cadillac. through the cardboard. Yeah, through the cardboard houses. Yeah. Yeah. And then at any given point, there was, like, no cars in any garage that, like, he was driving through. To stop him, yeah. Convenient. Convenient. Yeah. Convenient. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen as soon as they had the remote control joystick. I figured out this was just going to be a, you know, an hour and a half of my life that was going to go by. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Still worth it though. Yeah. It's worth a watch, certainly. There's worse things you could be watching. Like Star Wars. Which one? The just new wanted ones to piss off some people. Huh? Just wanted to piss off people by saying that. I, I think there's a better chance of the new Star Wars sucking than it is being good. Yeah. I'll just Now we know so much more about Kylo Ren though. Oh, there was actually um <laughs> some uh picture that came out of like the first uh full cast shot of um Rogue One, I think, yeah. this week. Uh, I, I didn't see that. It was it looks pretty interesting good okay yeah the picture was like oh cool it looks like you know a star wars set they've got a good cast together for that one i'm just worried about like the fact that john boyega now has a lightsaber so i think it just it's creeping back towards like the prequel everybody has a lightsaber i bet he's just using it as a one-off thing like I oh hope, i hope it's like when han solo uses yeah, it i need to cut through a door or something there you go yeah i think uh who they got for rogue one is that Django fett in the bottom right corner Bottom right. Um, I don't know. You tell me, Grant. No, that's not him. I don't think that's him. But the the guy with the beard up in the corner, I think that's um, what's his name? Uh, Mads Mikkelsen from James from Casino Royale. You know the the villain oh, in that? Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Le Chief. Yeah. And he's the he's Hannibal Lecter in the Hannibal TV show. He's a really good actor. They ought to have gotten Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked like Gimli again, and it's kind of yeah, like the Fellowship. Put him. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. They're going to take the stolen Death Star plans and they have to carry it back to the Rebel Alliance to destroy the Death Star. Is that the plot of the movie, or was it supposed to be around? I think it's explaining how the. Like, I think the plans got stolen, and how they ended up on like the briefing on Yavin, where you know the old guy's talking about like, you got to fly through the mm, okay the, the exhaust shaft and all that. Yeah. So that's apparently the story of how that happened. Okay. Yeah, whatever. 
I'm not expecting anything, so if it's actually good, it'll I'll be like pleasantly surprised. I think Rogue One's going to be good. I I just concerned about Episode Seven. It's, it's like feeling kind of prequelsy. <laughs> well, they announced two things. They announced that uh, I think Episode Nine, Colin Trevorrow, the guy who did Jurassic World, is going to be directing that. Yep. And Ryan Johnson will do Episode Eight. He did Looper. Oh, okay. Looper was pretty yeah. good. I like that. Yeah. We should talk about that movie. That was pretty good. Okay, yeah, there's there's week, a lot of Bruce Willis side by movies here. Yeah. We could do. Once we're finished with 12 Arnold. Monkeys. Uh, uh, Fifth Element. Fifth El- yeah, Fifth Element. That's all I can think movie. of. I've seen Fifth Element. Surrogates. I haven't seen 12 Monkeys, but I know there's like some twist at the end. Time travel. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, because I, I know like someone like told me, or I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll watch it at some point. It's like he fails to stop the event that he was sent back to stop. So it's like a well, he hasn't seen it. Don't ruin it for him. He just said he got trolled about it. Yeah, oh, I, you, oh, I already, already like heard a spoiler, read it or something. Yeah. I don't remember, but sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's whatever. We can watch it though. I mean, Twelve Monkeys, Looper, The Hellman, all good. Or Arnold. Oh, well, once we're finished with Arnold. Okay. Because we still have Terminator, the three Terminators to go. And is there another Arnold sci-fi movie out there? Jingle all the way. Uh, Maybe we'll oh, make uh, you watch that for Christmas. No, no. Um, what's the the game show one? Oh, Running Man. The Running Man. Yeah, yeah that's a good That'd one. Be good. You never see The Running Man? Uh, it's based on a Stephen King book. This is actually really good. Oh, well, I have to watch it then. The Running Man's awesome. It's pretty funny. Maybe it's... I don't know. There's like this future game show where criminals get launched into a gladiatorial obstacle course escape thing. Uh, we might have to watch that. Well, he's not a yeah. criminal in the, in the movie. But he's I mean, competing for like his shot at like getting some money or something to support his family. In the movie? I'm talking about the book. Oh, yeah, in, in, in the, the book, book yeah, he's yeah. like he doesn't have a job and he's trying to get money by it, competing on the right. game show. In the book, they have like they make people just do risky shit for money. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no yeah. I think I should orders. stop looking at pictures because this is like really weird looking, like some dynamo thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't look at those. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. You're gonna ruin the movie for yourself. Okay, okay. I stopped. Maybe we should watch that next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's good. do that. Let's watch that for next week, Running Man. And we'll have that with our mystery bonus guest. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Well, sounds good. Talk to you guys next week. Remember to uh, pray for Sam to return. We don't know what happened to him again. I don't know. He'll show up. He's like a stray cat. He got run over by a land speeder. Maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's trapped in the subway. Maybe mole people are having hostage. Reptiloids. Maybe he's at the Dolce base. <laughs> Talk to you guys next week.